Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Well, color me happy for you. Me? Yes. Is it because I'm going to be off all next week? We no. have no idea. You won the Chiefs tickets. Oh, my gosh. I won the Chiefs tickets. Good for you. Dog, where my... was the stocking hidden? We're doing this 12 days of Christmas thing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Roxanne, our, our wonderful GM, has gotten very, very good at hiding these stockings because people were finding them way too fast. Yeah. And it was becoming a point of frustration for the folks that didn't find them, right? Which means people work in the afternoon. They were butthurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was one of those butthurt people, I'll be honest. Uh, and so I was looking for it today and i mean i was looking the hunt started at 11 30 i got here at 11 just to make sure that i was prepped and ready oh people will knock down their grandmother to oh, get yeah. the free stuff they're giving away in i this started sweating to the point that job. i had to shed my hoodie my glasses <laughs> were falling off i what? mean i was looking <laughs> it's a big building and well yeah a lot of space to cover and she sends out her second hint and it said if you are cold you're getting warmer oh yeah so that narrows these, it down for the way, me. These hints are actually really good. Oh, really good hints. Yeah, that narrowed it down to oh. me to the ice machine or one of the six refrigerators in the building. And I kept looking in the fridge. It wasn't there. And Roxanne's like, look harder, look or, harder. Or, or this studio. So yeah. I, uh, Or this freezing meat locker studio. No, I opened every single TV dinner in the freezer. And it was in one of the TV dinners. No In a way. TV was dinner? In the TV dinner. And I don't know how she did it. I, I didn't investigate. But somehow she resealed the box. Oh, my you gosh. You opened everyone's food? Well, I didn't open the TV dinner itself. But I opened every single TV dinner box. Because I was bound and determined to find it. And I did. So people are going to come here to eat their smart ones next week. And be like, why is this open? They're all open. Every single one. I did not hold back. I don't know how I found it in the last TV dinner. I, I was just, it in the Marie calendar? Uh, I believe they were slim, slim for life. Yeah. Little okay. Salisbury steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inside, don't have time. Yeah. Well, and so this had been an already eaten TV dinner. And so she put it inside the plastic tub, somehow got the solophane back on top of it and put it in and resealed the box. What did she put back on top of it? Did I call it solophane? Yes, you did. Yeah. What's it called? It's cellophane. Cellophane. <laughs> Thank you. But, but we're not going to unveil this. No, I mean, we it's are just not. the week of things that Sam says wrong. I don't care. I no, want to No, it's Chiefs okay. Tickets. I am so proud of you. I'm, I'm very happy. Good for you. Thanks. I'm yeah. excited. Christmas it, Day, I'll be it, there. Ha, is it two tickets? Uh, four. Got a four oh, pack. Four pack? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, there's only, there's only three people on I'm the just show. Saying. And a girlfriend. <laughs> 
I mean. Do you want to hear the weirdest thing that happened to me today? I was writing something on Facebook regarding peppermint. And that is not a word, let's be honest, that you spell very often. Okay, it's just not. Peppermint? Peppermint. Yeah, because a girlfriend of mine last night, who I swear is Martha Stewart, handmade peppermint shot glasses molded with peppermint candies that she had put in the oven. They're literally shot glasses made from peppermint that you can then eat after you put your shot in the shot glass. That's pretty awesome. It's brilliant. So you can eat the shot glass? Oh, yeah. She made the mold, somehow flipped all these peppermints upside down, heated them in the oven, and then out come these perfectly formed Shot glasses made well, out of peppermint I, I, I candy. Saw, I saw a picture on Facebook of you with a drink yeah, in your that's hand. That's it. That's it. Made out of that, peppermint. That's an edible glass. Yes, it is. And we had so much fun with these last night. But I go to say huh. peppermint shot glass, and as God is my witness, it tried to autocorrect peppermint to peopermint. P-E-O-P-E-R-M-I-N-T. And I had this weird moment today, Sam, where I thought, have I been... Spelling that wrong my entire life. So the first thing I do when I get in here, how do you spell peppermint? Mm. It was just an autocorrect fail. It kept trying to put an O in it. I don't know why. I'm like, there's no way I'm misspelling peppermint. Even when I wrote it out, Scott, it did that squiggly underline thing under it as if to say you've misspelled this. Were you on English? Were you on English? Oh, that's I, it's a good question. I don't know. If you're not on English, it will autocorrect to the language that you've selected. Oh. Yeah. It'll Have un- I been posting everything in French? Is this well, why no one's commenting on oui, my post? Oui, oui. <laughs> anyway, literally, I walked in here and I thought, I'm going to Google that. Of course, I feel like an idiot. It's oh, peppermint. Very, I know how to spell very, it. Very simple word to spell. Anyway, you can also make shot glasses out of it, and I thought that was so cool last night. Hmm. So when you unveiled that peppermint was spelled exactly the way that you thought. Correct. How did you feel? Smarter. Cellophane. <laughs> Cellophane. But Sam. No, I said, I was actually pretty close. Cellophane is a weird spelled word. And I said it's just, cellophane. Yeah, it's yeah. not one of those things you say or spell it did very just often. It take most, me Most people tries. say, give me the clear wrap or the saran wrap. Now, full disclosure, uh, I may look like a striptease Dirty woman. Whoa. I have glitter all over my face. Oh. Yes. Can you not see it? No. If I turn? Maybe a little sparkly, but not any more than I am with my bronzer. You don't see the glitter on my face? No. Did you make a couple extra dollars last night? No, I I did not. I I wasn't up at Whispers in Leavenworth. Well, bazooka action? My mother... (laughs) (laughs) This is getting awkward. (laughs) Getting really awkward real fast. (laughs) to put the cellophane back on that Sweet one. Sweet St. Margaret calls me on the way home from work last night. She says, hey, are you are you heading straight home? And I go, yeah, I just need to pick up some dog food, and then I'll, I'll be there. And she goes, well, I bought you something today, and I just want to bring it by the house. Okay. I'm like, all right. I said, you know, Mom, Christmas is a week and a half away. Yeah, just wait. Make it a Christmas gift. She comes over. She has bought the largest wreath. Oh. It was very sweet. Yeah. No, it was very sweet. The largest door wreath that I have ever seen in my, it's bigger than the door. Yeah. And it's not really bigger than the door. I mean, but it but bar- it's barely, it, it, yeah, it barely fits. The in diameter's the conf- strong with this one. Yes. Very strong. And I spent this morning wrestling with that wreath. <laughs> They're very pokey too. They are. And I got it on the door. 
those gifts that you're like, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot, Mom. Where's the vacuum? <laughs> Glitter is one of those things also it, you, you can't, will, you, you can't you, get rid you're of it. You're never going to get rid you of it. You cannot get rid of it. Nope. I even showered after I hung the wreath on the door, and it's still on me. I can't get the glitter off. That have banned that in certain places because of that very thing. Oh, absolutely. Certain cities have banned glitter. I am almost positive I read that. There's entertainment venues that you can't come covered in glitter. That's what it was. No glitter. Like if you rent like a, uh, you know, for a banquet hall to like celebrate cheer ball or swim and dive at the end of the season. Party bus. All of these places now say no glitter, no confetti. Can't get it off. Mm. I, Dana, I got in the shower after I hung the wreath. Yeah. The glitter still is on my skin. Well, it's the holiday season. Yeah, well, okay. that's what makes the glitter bomb porch pirate guy so much funnier is because those people who steal those packages and they yeah. get glitter bombed Fine. can't clean their car out Good. for the next eight months. Good. <laughs> it's awesome. Had my little annual news meeting today. How did that go? It went so good. My saw my dear, dear, dear friend Dave Helling, my former work husband over at Channel 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw Barb Porter. She says hello. Tell Barb I said uh, hi. Krista Claus was there. Katie Horner was there. Oh, wow. This is a who's who. It, well, we're only missing Ann Peterson because she has the flu. Uh, but I did want to mention that not only was Brian Busby uh, nominated and will be inducted into the Missouri Broadcast Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Annie is on that list and will go in in the class of 2024 with Brian. Was he there? He was not there today. But oh. Ann Peterson um, is going into that very prestigious yeah. circle Good with Brian in 2024. That's, that's incredible. I, I believe and, and, will, um, Wendell is already in posthumously, and so Anne will now join him. And, and well-deserved. Oh, of course. Very well-deserved. 913-586-7798. We will do Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances. That comes your way right after the news at 5 o'clock here on Dana and Parks. If you went home last night, turned on Amazon and watched that turd that was Thursday night football. Are they are they still scoring? Uh, the Chargers just fired their head coach and general manager. You think? Yeah. Uh, head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco are gone. Uh, the news follows Thursday night's debacle in which the Chargers lost to the Raiders 63-21. to couldn't get that that tenth touchdown. Make it a nice even seventy. And Amazon studio analyst Richard Sherman suggested at halftime that Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers, should be fired at halftime. <laughs> oh, we're not even waiting till the end no, of the game. No, wasn't it like forty-eight to zero at half? Forty-two to forty-two to zero at half. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this in all seriousness. I asked my husband this; he could not answer the question because he just turned to me at one point and he goes, "Look, oh, no, it was my son." He goes, look, and he hands me the phone, and it was just the score. Yeah. And I go, oh, my gosh. Oh, it was awful. And Willem goes, and it's still going on. Mm-hmm. What is the worst route in the history of the NFL? That's got to be knocking at the door. Well, the, the Dolphins uh, beat somebody earlier this year 70 to 10. And you know who's the most mad about this? Forget the teams. Uh, Amazon. Without question yeah nobody was watching that game after what would you say sam the oh, first i turned it off after quarter? the first half or first quarter yeah. oh i turned it on at the end of the game because i wanted to see 
how bad, bad it, it was going to get. <laughs> Man, I got. I think I got through the first quarter, and I'm like, well, this is a turd. What was the know. final score again? Uh, it was 63 to 21. Yeah, but if you have that quarterback on your fantasy team, you are so excited. <laughs> I tell you what, it's not even close to the top 30 worst NFL scores. Okay, mm-hmm. what are they? Lay it on 56 me. to 10. That's a 46 point difference. Okay. Uh, 59 13. 56 to 10. By the way, the two 56 the to 10s are yeah, both Yeah, but this still winning. feels worse because this is 70s. in the 60s. Throwing some 70s. Well, no, these are the blowouts. But what I'm telling you is 56-10 is not as bad as 63-21. No. I know mathematically you could say that. When you see 63, give me another number that is that high. Well, the, yeah, there the, isn't one. I knew it. No, the, uh, no. the Chiefs beat the Cardinals in 2002, 49 to zero. No, the Dolphins earlier this season scored seven, dropped seventy. They did points. seventy to twenty against the Broncos. Yeah. You're right. Why is that one not higher on the list? That's sixteenth. Well, and 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 they could have gone for seventy seven, but they chose not to. Uh, Raiders Broncos nineteen sixty seven fifty one to zero. Now, also, also, I just have to know: Are the Chargers that bad? Have they always been that bad this so year? They were supposed to make the playoffs this year, but they're, they're now five and nine, and in last place in the AFC West. Which is do they the, have the worst defense in the league? I don't understand how a football score gets to be sixty three to anything. I just don't. Okay, these clearly the halftime aren't, score was forty two. I know to zero. These clearly aren't in order because twenty nine and thirty are both fifty nine to zero. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. Yeah. You know what else is bad? A farting dog on an airplane. What? <laughs> Say what? This is a few weeks ago. Can't stop laughing. A couple has received $1,400 compensation from an airline after they were seated next to a farting emotional support dog. Really? And it appears this is an English bulldog. <laughs> oh, so they were extra bad. And there is nothing that smells like that smell. No. Okay? According to Insider, Gil Press was on a flight with her husband. They were going to Singapore. When they got a whiff of something that would have made their 13-hour flight from Paris unbearable. <laughs> per the outlet, the dog was an emotional support dog of another passenger on the airline flight seated right next to them. I said to my husband... You need to sort this out. We cannot have a dog sitting next to this seat where we are for the entire 13-hour flight. Press told the outlet that after hearing the dog snorting and drooling, they complained to a flight attendant who explained, we only have seats available in the back of the economy cabin. This couple, by the way, was in first class. The couple chose to remain in their premium seats, according to Insider. However, (laughs) okay. Okay. Midway into the flight, the dog started farting, <laughs> which prevented the couple from falling asleep. <laughs> they oh, you know it's bad when you can't finally sleep. Finally decided to switch seats due to the stench, and they were informed they could fill out an incident report, which they did. And initially, they got two $73 gift vouchers. Feeling that that was not fair compensation for giving up premium seats, they continued to email, and sure enough, they ended up with $1,410 from the airline. The couple says they're going to donate it. Well, that's nice. To an animal organization. What they're saying is, we are animal lovers. We just don't love that part of the animal. For 14 hours, sitting right next to us. 
is the organization dedicated to suppressing dog farts? <laughs> Not with that breed. There ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> I'll be darned. Okay. There's a photo of the dog and the <laughs> And the dog's like, <laughs> what's the problem? Buster's dropping bombs in <laughs> first <laughs> class. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Yep. Uh, it is time to put a fork in your late evening eating habits, Dana Wright. A mm. study out of Paris finds that people who eat dinner after 9 p.m. have an increased risk of suffering from a stroke or a mini-stroke. Oh. The study of 100,000 people published in the journal Nature Communications you know you subscribe. occurred over seven years. Each of the participants tracked their mealtimes on weekdays and weekends, and researchers monitored their risk of cardiovascular disease. Over the course of the seven-year study, a third of the, par- of the participants ate their dinner before 8 p.m., another third after 9 p.m., Oh. In that time frame, 2,000 people suffered complications of cardiovascular disease, including heart attack and stroke. But is that because those same people they study, I, I'm always fascinated between correlation and causation. causation. Yeah. Is it because the same people they studied were involved in other behaviors that make them stay up that late? Right. Like, I don't know, going out and drinking or... Or not working out. Or not working out or right. working the night shift, which... We know it takes years off your life. Those, can. Who, those who dined after 9 p.m. were 28% more likely to suffer a stroke. Did they also go to bed at midnight when the other folks went to bed at 9? I just, I don't know. Yeah. These, these studies to me, it's like, okay, yes, those things are true. Who eats dinner after 9 o'clock? But Chris does. Chris uh, will come home and eat. Well, it drives but, me crazy. Well, but Chris but also works until 10 He works until night. 11. He walks in at 11, and sometimes he hasn't had time to eat, and he's starving. Yeah. There is no way. I mean, A, I'm in bed at 9. Um, but on nights that I do eat dinner, I eat it as soon as I get home. Like the second I walk in the door. There's no 9 p.m. dinner time at my house. Uh-uh. There's a 9 p.m. bedtime at my house. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. We were up late last night. My daughter came home. Uh... Daughter yep. number two. Yep. Daughter number one are, comes home today. Are they? Oh, yep. so today's the day. Today's the day. They're all back. Yep. Good for you. And she says to me last night, you want to watch a movie? And I go, hell yeah, I want to watch a movie. Put a fire in the fireplace, pour a glass of wine. Let's do the deal. Mm-hmm. She says, you want to watch a scary movie? Mm-mm. Scott, I don't know what we were thinking. Oh, Sam. You did it? Sam, this is a movie I had never heard of, ever. Why'd you do that? We start watching this movie. It is one of those jump scream movies where I was screaming. And my son comes up from the basement. He goes, what are you watching? Mom, you are the worst horror movie watcher ever. He'll tell you that. I make it worse because I scream when, when things make me jump. Oh, I love scary movies. Sam, he walks in and he looks and he goes, oh, hell no. I watched this when it came out. Uh-uh. What is it? I'm out. He turns around and he walks back downstairs. Does it smile? It? Oh, oh, that is one of the worst of all time. No, this has something to do with turn the lights off. The entire movie, bad things happen when the lights are off. Ah! Don't play that. I don't like that either. It's called Lights Out. Usually good things happen when the lights go out. No, oh. not in this movie it doesn't. 
and and whoever directed this, Scott, did it so smart where you you will turn off the light and then you turn it on. There's nothing there. Like click 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 click. There's literally like you're in, in a closet oh, in your house. No, no uh, listen. Uh, 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 and you turn on the light and there's nothing there. And then you turn off the light and bam, this thing appears. And I mean to tell you, every time it happened, I soiled the couch. Okay. You know it's bad when my son walks up, takes what, and he goes, is this that Lights Out movie? Hell, I'm out. He goes, this is the scariest movie I have ever seen. We it, might play the trailer when we get back. It's called Lights Out. Is it a run, do not walk? Oh, my God. I can't even say that because it's it was so scary. I, I can't. I, I want to watch it. Oh, my gosh, Sam. You will jump out of your shorts. It just keeps happening. Now, I still have to watch Smile, but I was told that if you're feeling sad, it's not a good movie to watch. So I didn't watch it no, when it first if, came no, out. If you, if you have depression, yeah. they were saying do oh, not watch Please the movie do not watch Smile. that movie. Lights Out didn't like that at all. Lights Out is just jump, jump, jump. Every time the lights go out, stop it. What is it you like to talk about? Oh, I don't like this. Stop it. Stop, stop it. Hey, I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. Turn the lights on. Smiling at me. <laughs> I hate that movie. Smiling at me. I will not watch that movie. Have you not seen it yet? No, God, no. God, no. I, I am not speaking to you until you watch that movie. You have made fun of me constantly over my fear over that movie. Yeah, I have. In fact, just a minute ago, I gave you the smile look. You have to watch it. I will not. Why? I, absolutely not. Because, mm. I, I, quite frankly, I'm afraid I'll be headed to Nebraska Furniture Mart to get a new couch. Um, yeah, there's Dan smiling at me through the window. I'm telling you, last night, Beatrice said, what were we thinking? Because then I'm laying there in the dark going, These are oh my bad God. decisions. And then at one point, the cat jumps up on the couch. My cat. And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Lights Out. I refuse to say run, do not walk. Because it scared Oh my! If you're very jumpy, if you're made of cortisol like Dana is, this movie is not for so, you. So why would I? All right, a. Oh, it's why, so stupid. Why would I go home tonight after this show and a watch Smile, which I know is going to be terrible. It's actually really good. I know that I I don't mean terrible is in yeah. a bad movie. It's going to be terrible for me. Yeah. And why would I go home and turn on Lights Out? Well, here's what I'm gonna tell you. If you turn on lights out, I'm not going to turn your damn lights on. Okay. 913. <laughs> 586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks. Festivus Friday coming away at five o'clock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I made Scott watch the trailer. Oh my God. I'll never watch that movie as long as I live. I go, just watch the trailer. And he goes, no. I don't know how I missed this being advertised. I don't either. It looks like my kind of scary movie. So I'm in. The movie's called Lights Out. Mm-hmm. And Dana watched it last night with uh, older daughter number one or two? Uh, daughter number two, okay. but son and number four walked up, saw it, and goes, no, Mm-mm. I've seen it. I saw it when I, I'm not watching this. And turned around and went right back downstairs. So the creatures come out when the lights go down. It's one, and that's why it's called Lights Out. Sam, if we have the trailer. She also keeps turning the lights out. Why? I don't know. Why? Well, they ex- she sees the shadowy figure <laughs> with the so, light behind it. It's so well shot. Like, it's hard to explain how they, like, it's really smart the way they shot it. Where, like, you turn on the light and there's nothing there. But the second you turn off the light, boom, there it is. There's a silhouette. There's oh, a God, silhouette so, of somebody. I screamed. Screamed. Like, full on screamed Dana, every time that thing shows up. All you did was play me the trailer and I jumped. <laughs> So stupid. Every time I turn off the lights, there's this woman waiting in the shadows. I see her too. Each one of us is being haunted by this thing. Mom? Hey, Martin, what's up? Did we wake you? What? A long time ago, I had a friend named Diana. And something really bad happened to her. Everyone is afraid of the dark. And that's what she feeds on. All right, that's okay, enough. That's enough of that. Oh, my gosh, I've got goosebumps. That, I cannot that, wait to watch that this. That is enough of that. You know that. what I think happened, Sam? I think somehow that was released during COVID or something. Because it's a few years old. 2016. I, was like, I think it's Oh, just, no. Yeah, okay. I just missed it. Oh. Wait, how did it? I don't never know. Never even heard of it. Because it's well told. Yeah, 2016. It's well shot. It's from the director of... Um, the it's Conjuring, which the means conjuring. I'm going to love it. Oh, God. The Conjuring is so scary. How do you think they make that noise in scary movies that goes, dung, dung, dung? What musically is that? It's got to be a keyboard. Because if you watched a horror movie and they took all of those noises out. It wouldn't be scary. It would be scary, but it wouldn't be. It's when they. Bah! It's that It's that buildup. And. And. I'm, Suspenseful I, music I, I, makes scary movies. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm not asking you to play the. The trailer from smile but you hear that in the trailer to smile yes with the huh, it, it, it's almost huh. yeah and then it just builds up it's like huh, 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 and well it's like have you guys seen epic movie it's the parody of all scary movies 
No, but is it filled with those noises? Yeah, well, no, it's just, it's the scary movie scenes, but they have, like, happy-go-lucky music playing in the background. (laughs) And so it doesn't look scary, because it's just... Shiny, happy people, you know, (laughs) holding hands. Um, Okay, so listen to this. Throughout history, I just looked up this. There is an entire science in psychology today about noise and fear and how those two senses can combine in a variety of arenas, but one of them is horror movies, to heighten your fears. They've actually studied this. I'm sure. And think about it. Spielberg's shark-infested classic Jaws would not be the same without that iconic soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It would be scary, but without that dun-dun from the, what is that, a cello? Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yes. If you took that out, would that movie be the same? And the answer is no. No, and the reason is because it takes out the anticipation of the fear. Yeah. Okay. So if you hear, dun dun, yes, dun 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 dun, dun 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 dun, you know it's coming. You, you know that a shark is coming, so it builds up that fear in you before you even see the shark. They, they talk about the famous or infamous scene from The Shining, where the little boy Danny is riding his tricycle through the halls of that empty, freaky hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In the scene, it says you hear the sound of that little bike passing over the wooden floors and carpets, but in the background, there's this really quite almost not audible music that starts to get louder. And they've they've looked at this. If you watch that exact same scene without the creaking audio of that bike, doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just no. looks like a kid on his bike. Yep. But you add that music, you 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 add in that buildup. That anticipation of I'm about to be scared to death. Yes. And it's screeching violins that we're hearing. It's not a synthesizer. It might be a synthesizer, but it's screeching violins. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh. Like, think about um, Psycho. Right. The infamous shower scene in Psycho. Mm-hmm. Those are violins. But, like, a lot of those movie sounds that you hear aren't even close to what you think is making that sound. Like, the thunderstorm, the thunderstorm sound is an old map. That they're just shaking. They're shaking. Do you know what they they used for the sound of um, the laser guns in Star Wars? Pew pew. The pew pew. No. The, the, those were you know if you if you go by an old telephone pole. Yeah. There's always a gigantic uh, metal like rope. What's Coil. Yeah. That holds the, the the telephone pole in place. They call that a guy line. A guy line. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, the, the way that they made the sounds of the laser guns in Star Wars is they took a wrench to that metal coil line. And banged it. And just, dong, 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 and recorded that. That is the sound of the laser guns in Star Wars. You know how they make stabbing sounds in horror movies? Ew, gross. Is it with a melon or something? They literally stab a head of cabbage. Ew, gross. Is that right? Is that true? Yep. Is that true? Yeah, but if you think about it, that's the way it sounds. Phones are ringing. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798. We will do Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances, coming your way right after the 5 o'clock news here on Dana and Parks. So we sort of are going down a rabbit hole with horror movies and noise. 
and I've never heard about this, but you know, there are sound engineers in Hollywood, of course, but there are specific sound engineers just for the genre of horror. It, it's really one of the most important parts of those movies. Without the sound engineer, yeah. the, the movie is just about a big fish swimming around randomly eating people. So th- there's an infamous note called a tritone. And so you'll understand this, Scott. Two notes, one octave apart. Think of the C on a piano. Two notes an octave apart are a perfect two-to-one ratio. Your ears like it, okay? Mm, okay? In fact, the relationship is so perfect to our ears that we give both notes the same in our brain, only an octave apart. You know that it is just a natural octave. On the other hand, this thing called a tritone has an unbearable ratio of 45 to 32 or 64 to 45. That's one reason tritones are used in sirens and alarms because they effectively, in a bad way, grab our attention. Hmm. Tritone. It also has something to do with 666, the devil's number. Okay, there. see, there it is. Dakota in Kansas City. Dakota, hello. Good afternoon. Hey, guys. So I looked it up over the break. Um, the instrument that's used in horror movies is called a theremin. A theremin? A theremin. A theremin. T-H-E-R-E-M-I-N. And there's videos on like, YouTube and stuff of them like playing it. it. It's creepy. But it's a string instrument. You pull a bow across the strings, and it makes that tritone. Or you pluck one of the strings, and it makes that like really punchy, just single note, jump at you kind of sound. And I'm sure they probably use like synthesizers and stuff for sure. some movies. But yeah, theremin. Theremin. I'll look it up, Dakota. Thank you. Sam, can we hear a tritone? All I'm finding is like super audiophile nerds. Like this is how you build a tritone. Okay. You first you play the F, okay. and then you play the G. I'm well, like, this what? is why it's bad. Our bodies don't like the tritone. Because of its ubiquitous use in horror games and films, there is another sound that our bodies don't like called the drone of dread. That is a musical trope that uses a sustained note as a sonic experience to underscore a film, usually horror. The drone of dread. So my point in telling you all this, there are names that audio scientists use to put behind the stuff that scares the crap out of us when we are watching TV. That is a picture of a theremin. Oh. It's an electronic Mm. instrument. Looks like a scanner. Yeah, it it almost does. Uh, That is a a Moog Etherwave theremin. Mm. That's what that is. Well, I oh, hear, here we go. Here's I the hear use. A, I want to hear a drone of dread as well. Here's the use of tritones depending on what type of scene it's supposed to be. This is suspenseful. That sounds happy to me. This is tense. Hey. Okay. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't know what that was, but I don't like it. Somebody died. I okay. don't know. This doesn't make sense. That doesn't scare me, but I don't like it either. It sounds like it's one note off. Does that make sense, Sam? Kurt in Lenexa, what's up? Yeah, guys, how you doing? We're doing well, thanks. Uh, I, uh, me and Sam know to call the Foley artist that does this. Um, the Beach Boys used a theremin in some of their uh, in their recordings. Good vibrations. Oh, in pet sounds, yes. Yes. 
Yes, so that's one of them. Um, the other thing Foley artists use to break, for breaking bones, they, they crunch or mangle uh, big things of celery. They can also use uh, old uh, leather wallets as well. Um, Wait, old leather wallets? Old leather wallets or wet leather, they, they use that for the sound. There's a, there's a movie that uh, I, I don't know what it's called, but it was, it was a 50s movie. And for the movement of the monsters, they kept using wet leather uh, wallets or jackets and celery for, to make the, the monsters move. It was stop action. Okay. Well, we're done. Uh, by the way, the theremin is one of the few musical instruments where the performer never touches the instrument. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. What's it, like an Alexa? <laughs> right? It says here the theremin is an electronic musical instrument controlled without physical contact by the performer. It is named after its inventor, Leon Theremin, who patented the device in 1928. Lucy and Lee Summit. Lucy, hi. Hey, that guy just stole, stole what I was going to say to you guys about the celery, but um, also the noise for slapping is two wet um, steaks. Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> My son and I watched a documentary and um, learned about how they do the the overlay and all that stuff, and that it right? was pretty exciting, actually satisfying. When we cook, we, my son and I, snap the steaks together. together. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, have a wonderful weekend. Be well. Thanks. Uh, okay. These low. That's the drone of dread. Is that, that, was, that was from the movie Arrival. I, all these videos are just super audio nerds. Like this is this sound. Yeah, uh, by the way, probably making a million dollars in Hollywood. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon Cooper plays a theremin in multiple episodes, and wow. your hand is disrupting the frequency between the two pieces of metal, and that's what oh, creates. Oh, okay. is, that, is that how you play it? Yeah, your hand is causing a separate vibration that disrupts the frequency between the two chunks of metal. <laughs> Hence, the reason you don't. Touch it. The, the performer doesn't actually touch the Correct. instrument that they're playing. Is it? Is it even an instrument? I mean, it, it's. If I would call I'm it doing more like is, a synthesizer. Is, it is just sending frequency between the two arms. Yeah, but like this, Scott, can be an instrument. You know what those are? Nuts. Those but, are literally nuts in a jar. But that's not. But you're not performing. Okay, now I am. Merry Christmas! I love you. Merry Christmas, I love you all. Merry Christmas with my jingling nuts that make noise when I sing. What are you using? Jingling nuts. Okay. See? Anything can be an instrument. Uh, wet stakes? That's an instrument. Well, well no. The, the wet stakes are for the sound effect of the slap. Yes. That's not doesn't make it a musical instrument. Mm, uh, so I don't know. A calling a theremin a musical instrument... I think is a bit far. One of the antennas is for volume. The other is for pitch. And so as you get closer to one or the other, it alters the sound of the vibration of the waves between the two antennas. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. A number of people are saying uh, Jimmy Page plays a theremin in The Song Remains the Same by Led Zeppelin. And somebody else says the band Fishbone, uh, which was kind of popular in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Fishbone uses a theremin. Huh. And from the text line, Dana plays nuts and Dana is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey <-o. laughs>
make fun of my cashew almond cranberry mix. Dictionary.com is out with their word of the year. Uh, Care to guess? Don't tell me it's that word that's it's not a, a word. It, it, it is not. Okay. It's not Riz. It's an actual word. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Been around for... Is it triggered? Nope. Uh, it is hallucinate. <laughs> hallucinate. But is... it doesn't mean what you think it means. According to the story, I didn't read it. Wait, hallucinate is the word of the year. Dictionary.com's word of the year. And no, you are not imagining things. This is from CNN. The online reference site said in an announcement this week that this year's pick refers to a specific definition of the term pertaining to artificial intelligence. You're going to have to help me out here. Uh, It just goes on to say. To produce false information contrary to the intent of the user and present it as if it is true and factual. Got it. In other words, it's when chatbots and other AI tools confidently make stuff up. Oh, so it's a synonym for being wrong. Electronically, yes. Yeah. If something like, you know, like an AI writes something and they just make it up. Like Scott Parks writes for the KC Star. Which I've never done. Correct. I have never written anything that was um, ever published. The lexicography in the Star. head of dictionary.com, Grant Barrett, says that word's evolution resembles other words like spam and virus. Mm. He's a lexicographer <clears throat> person. Uh, news with Dan Weinbaum coming your way in about two minutes. Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances comes your way right after the five o'clock news here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 